Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 173 of Power Rangers, Power Rangers Zeo episode 18, Inner Spirit. It aired on May 16th, 1996, is written by Mark Hoffmeyer and Mart Litton, and directed by your rad dad and mine. Rad dad Rattler's back! Robert Rattler. Yeah! Nice. Who is back, it looked like, for a three-episode run, as is the new tradition. I don't know if he gets, I don't know if he makes it to Turbo or not. I don't know. I hope so. Anyway, if you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs, and you should. That three-parter was a little rough, but it's it's not the norm, so we'll see how today... This, hopefully that wasn't like a new trend, um, <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. We don't have anything to talk about beforehand, so we're just going to jump right into it. It's Morphin' Time! <laughs> back and we just watched inner spirit it was good it right? was okay i liked it it was all right well okay well i guess i guess we have a split <laughs> decision on this one i thought it was pretty it's good. like just some weird real weird stuff in the middle i don't remember exactly what because you ate a pizza so it's been an extra minute <laughs> but i remember in the middle being like why is it so weird now and then it got fine again i don't i just feel I like think, it dipped a little I bit i think there's only one thing that was a little weird but i don't think it was i don't think it it ruined the we'll, episode. We'll figure it out when we get we'll there. We'll get there. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So is heyjakeandjosh.com. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you only were for any of you, that'd be great. And it gets you out of moon jail if you're still up in moon jail. We got a new rating, but it did not come with a review unless it's taken its sweet time updating. But I don't I don't think so. I didn't check today. I, I did. It's still okay. just... Just a rating. Uh, and finally, if you enjoy our family of podcasts, you can uh, hop on over to patreon.com slash Josh, kick a couple bucks our way, and support us in our <laughs> endeavors. And uh, Wish in- us the best in all of our future endeavors. Yes, and uh, in return, you get some cool stuff. You get um, you get stickers, and there's like stickers and t-shirts and certificates. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff that is definitely forthcoming. It right, is, we didn't forget. It's Today is March 1st when you hear this, so like soon. No, I think today's the 29th. Oh, there's 29 days. Yeah, it's a leap year. There. That's screwing me all up then. Today's February 29th when you're hearing this. Right. So the, the rewards and stuff are going to be going out soon. So don't worry about it. Don't panic, party people. I've been trying to get a hold of the artist for the t-shirt. I think I'm just going to send you over the thing so you can finish it. She's just not getting back to you? Yeah, I just haven't got it. So, all right, um, yeah. We'll have some stuff up on Patreon, uh, like the sticker sets and like the different options and stuff soon. So... We'll let you guys know. Keep an eye on Patreon, is what I'm saying. Right. So I think it emails you because I now support uh, Tales from the Tavern, and I okay. get emails when he posts stuff. Okay. Cool. Cool. So cool. that's helpful. Yeah. Uh, do that. Also, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, and stop me if I did, but we said that for every review we got, we would go review a podcast. Did we say that? You said that specifically. You did. <laughs> Crap. That so doesn't got, sound like something I would say. I promise you, it was you. And so Latasha reviewed us uh, like a week and a half ago and so i finally got around to reviewing nerdy show so i'm making good on my promise all right i've been wanting to review still buffering and i've been like swirling drafts around in my brain so <laughs> i will get on that this week yeah oh did you, have you listened to the new one yeah i listened the to it this morning one. 
It's <laughs> yeah. I've got like six minutes left of it. Yeah, it was, the lights came on. I was yeah, like, crap. <laughs> it, was, it was a good one. Uh, so we got some Twitter stuff that I'm just gonna run over real quick. So first of all, Shannon hit us with this little nugget of, of wisdom. <laughs> uh, there are six main SSX games. SSX Tricky was. I the knew second. there was more than just Tricky. Well, I, I thought Tricky was number two, but I could not for the life of me think of what no, was before that. I remember there just being like a bunch. Uh, but apparently. Shannon is like, she says, mildly in love with the SSX series. Uh, I played the crap out of Tricky and one other one, and I don't remember, but I had a lot of fun with them. I did not know there were six, though. I don't remember a lot of SSX. I mostly played 1080. I, I didn't really like 1080. I thought, I don't know. I played 1080 more. I never owned it. You just rented it, was it the, from It was the most yeah. easily rentable one, because right. SSX was probably always out. Yeah, I never rented... I'd rented Snowboard Kids. I never owned that. Um, no, I never owned. I never owned a lot of games. Yeah, man, because you could just go rent them. <laughs> Do you guys remember renting? <laughs> I mean, I guess you still can with GameFly, but yeah, but it's like I don't know. You can't get like it's not the same with discs. No, I don't know. It's like going and getting a cartridge. Like it's just it's a weird right, experience. and it comes in a VHS case because yeah. they didn't have special <laughs> cases for video games. Oh boy. What a, what a time. They're like, go chunk Mortal Kombat into your N64, but bring it back in two days, or we're going to start charging yeah. you a dollar a day. <laughs> or else your mom's credit's going to tank. All right, and then uh, Raymond sent us this, and I looked this up. Uh, I found this out, like, yesterday, but he tweeted a couple hours ago that Sarah Brown, who played Heather, also played Caitlyn on VR Troopers the year before that. Like... A VR trooper? Yeah, she was one oh. of the main VR troopers. I was on her. I am not as well versed in VR troopers as I feel I should we be. We definitely need to watch the VR troopers. I was also wrong. The dog's name is not Jake. It's Jeb. I don't know how I got oh. those mixed up. but That's basically uh, your name. It's so close. <laughs> um, you look like a Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, we're definitely... uh, I said that strictly for the goof. No, I know. I know. Uh, we're going to have to watch the VR troopers then probably do some patreon stuff with vr troopers because uh it's real weird and i don't remember as much as i think i do but i would like to revisit it also while i was on this little odyssey of wikipedia because wikipedia you know how it's a black hole sometimes where you're like oh i went to look at this thing and now i'm like knee deep in right right, i got 17 tabs open and why do i even need to know about blue-footed boobies anyway i don't how did i get here (laughs) what even linked to this so I was looking up some stuff uh, specifically on Disney Channel original movies, and Johnny Tsunami number one is about Johnny going to the mountains, and he's a surfer, oh. and he goes to snowboarding. Oh, he's so at, he is a surfer. Yeah. I mean, he's at a preppy school, and they all ski, but he's like, no, I like snowboarding. But all the kids at the public school snowboard. <laughs> so he goes to the preppy school, but he hangs out with them because they snowboard. <laughs> What a Disney Channel original movie it is. Snowboarding was so important. It was so important. Uh, also, do you know who wrote Johnny Tsunami? Jake, you know I don't know that. I know you don't know. <laughs> uh, Ann Knapp, who you may recognize the name, but I don't think you will know where from. She's one of the executive producers on Power Rangers. Her name, okay. is, her name is Over the Megazord every time. And our buddy Dulga Sloan. Doogie! Wrote the Disney Channel original movie, Johnny Tsunami. Is that why No Business Like Snow Business is a snowboarding movie? <laughs> I guess. It's a, it's like a, a Disney Channel-length movie. It would have been like an hour and a half worth of stuff. Um, that's all I got. Oh, me too. Cool. You want to jump into it? Yep. All right, so we start off on what I thought was a flashback. It will, will turn out to be a dream, but it's, for all intents and purposes, a flashback right now. Right. Uh, Tommy's having a flashback to his Zeo quest with that 
old Native American Zeus man. True of heart. True of heart. I forgot his name. Good call. That's important later. Yeah, here's your half arrowhead and, like, some wisdom. I don't remember what he said. It was like... It gives him the Zeo crystal. Right. But he gives him the arrowhead and he's like, something about your other half. I don't know. Right. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. MacGuffin, MacGuffin, MacGuffin. The journey, not the destination. I don't know if he says that yet. I don't think so, but it's basically on point uh, with where he's going. So then we see, like, the Megasword blowing up. You're in it and it, like... It's not really blowing up as much as it looks. It looks like it got hit. Yeah, and it's like doing like the. There's some explosions. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird. And then Tommy wakes up, and he's like, "Oh, a weird dream again. What a nightmare! I better go see." Right. Yeah. If anyone could figure it out, it's Zordon. And so he just warps to the command center at like two o'clock in the morning. Because I forgot that they can just do that. They can, but they never do. No, it's always like during office hours and they get teleported there um alpha is asleep in his little alpha shaped cubby hole <laughs> which i forgot about <laughs> i thought it was a door to a room but it's not it's just like where he plugs in at night yeah. he's got a stupid little nightcap on <laughs> yep stretched which, over his giant melon which um what are what are nightcaps used for why would you wear a nightcap? well i mean if you've seen my hair some days when i wake up you might understand why you might want to put a nightcap on i have uh not to brag but i have perfect beautiful hair so I- <laughs> <laughs> at the end of his nightcap is like a small version of his head kind of was it i thought it was like uh like a or coin it's like, it's like a saturn it's like a ball with a flat it, okay, disc around I it i thought like the di- i thought it was like a coin that like you know, the kinds of coins that have, like, squares missing in the middle. Right. Um, I thought it was one of those, but... No, it's just like a Saturn. Or, slash or an alpha head. A tiny alpha head. <laughs> I so, miss his teddy bear. I do miss his teddy bear. Why does he sleep with his teddy bear? Did he lose his teddy bear in the explosion? Oh, that's so sad. Alpha, oh, no. no. Oh, crap, Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wakes Alpha up. Uh, Alpha, he's spooked. <laughs> he starts running around trying to, like, man the battle stations because of an intruder. But, like... He runs around the intruder, which is Tommy. Right. Like, this is, he's very ineffective. He would have been killed if Tommy was a bad that's guy. That's why Tommy infected him with malware so easily yeah, way back in Green with Evil. Just like, whoop, here's uh, some bad AOL Because Alpha was actively keeping his back to him. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha, come on, buddy. So Zordon's like, hey. Zordon, who was like there the whole Just time, watching? I'm assuming. Why, what are you doing? What are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you should be asleep. Well, okay, you don't get to dictate that. I mean, well, yeah. it is late and he should be asleep. He's but like, still it's in his high choice. school. Yeah, you're right. He's got school in the morning. So the same way that your parents are like, hey, you should be sleeping. Alpha's like, buddy, go to sleep. You probably have a test. Yeah. I OK, so I don't know if you did this at all, but I used to hate like going to bed. Yes, I'm on board so okay. far. Why? I don't know. I still kind of am like that. And in the morning, I'm like, why am I like that? I am the opposite <laughs> of that now. Now I'm like 830. I could go to sleep. That's that's like allowable. Like, right. If like that's late enough to go to bed, I fall asleep during raw every week pretty much. I get I get like maybe an hour in and then it is lights out. But like I don't know. I just I don't know why I was so uh, ready. Cuz you wanted to do you had energy and you wanted to do stuff. <laughs> like just play video games all yeah, night or something. I still used to. I had a, like a one of those big magnifying lenses with a light on it from oh, my yeah. Game Boy. You'd hide so under I would your just hide under my blankets with that. I remember one I'm time. I'm sure you could see the light. I didn't live in a big apartment. I'm sure you could see the light <laughs> shining out from my bedroom, but whatever. I remember one time playing No Mercy, and my parents were like, you have to go to bed. And I was like, okay. So I just turned my TV off. I've done that, too. I, I, I was just, playing Super Mario 64. 
I just let my I was fighting sixty-four run all night. I was fighting Bowser. Like we had to go somewhere. So I was like, okay, and I paused it and shut the TV off yeah. so like it didn't burn in on the TV. Right. You can't do that now. And then we left and I came back like hours later I just unpaused it and beat Bowser. Yeah, I just like I woke up in the morning and like played a little bit. I also did that with no mercy because I was so deep into survival mode, but oh, I was yeah. so sleepy. So <laughs> And then I came back in the morning, and I lost. You lost your touch. You slept it off. Should have just went for it. Anyway, so... Damn D-Lo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid headwig. It's a chest protector. He's invincible. What are you going to do? <laughs> so uh, the power flickers. Uh, Tommy's like, hey, can you check the Zords? See if everything's cool, if they're going well, cool He has right to now. check the Zords before the power and flickers. And then the power flickers afterwards. Alpha checks him. He's like, yeah, they're great. And then the power flickers. And Alpha's like, I should check them again. And Zordon's like, well, whatever. They're probably fine still. He's like, yeah, it was one second ago that you checked them. He gets, like, real passive-aggressive with Alpha. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, then we cut to the juice bar where there's a Native American arts festival. And uh, your boy Tiki conveniently lays out the plot. He's like, isn't it weird that Tommy's having arrowhead dreams when the Native American festival, is, Native American <laughs> art festival is in town? Yeah, and it cuts over to just, like, a couple Native Americans talking, and one of them is just definitely true of her, but they don't really call attention to it they yet. Don't, they, I don't. I like that. Yeah, they cut back for a second. Yeah, it's for sure him. Uh, there's also, in the opening shot, there's, like, two um, two Native Americans, and they're, like, like, like just playing a drum. Playing drums and, like, singing along with it. And there's two people. That's, I mean, that's that's cool. It's whatever. Uh, behind them, though, are two people watching on in gigantic flannel shirts. Th- identical I, gigantic yeah. flannel shirts. This guy and girl, and they're not with each other because they're not, like, next to each other. No. <laughs> they're just, like, both watching. And I guess there was, like, a sale on huge, huge flannel shirts. Like, I wore big clothes. I just recently started buying uh, medium-sized T-shirts. Because I swim in larges, but like that's yeah, just well, what a, I. You're a skinny man. That's just what I always bought, and I like the sleeves to kind of almost reach my elbows. I don't like them all the way up here. No, I don't like them that far down. But I'm super lanky, so it's hard yeah. to get a good balance. But I used to wear baggy clothes, and I don't know why. I like I, I, know, I have another pair of jeans. That's not this one. Uh, that's like a little baggier than these, and I'm like, this is just inconvenient. Yeah, I I have to I have like a bunch of pairs of baggier pants that like. Just makes I my just legs have. look lumpy. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know why I have these. Like, <laughs> I I didn't I stopped wearing baggy clothes when I was like thirteen or fourteen ish. Um, but like I used to wear like huge clothes in like the nineties and stuff because it was the style. Um, but like I'm I'm little. Like I'm I'm five foot four. I'm or I'm the opposite. I'm like real stretched out. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a regular size, like five foot eight person that they just like squish down. Right. Like they just compressed four inches of me down. So I got these, these super thick tree trunk legs, and then like kind of broad shoulders. Not like super broad, but like kind of. So like if I don't get a medium, it won't fit one way or the other. Like it'll either be too little in the shoulders, or it'll be like five feet longer than it needs to be. So I can't wear baggy clothes anymore, else I look like a doofus. Yeah. How do we get here? How do we start talking about... Oh, Baggy flannels. Stupid baggy flannels. Bulk and Skull come in. They have to sell tickets. Lieutenant Stone's like, hey, we're putting on this Native American Arts Festival. It's got to be a hit. You guys got to sell raffle tickets. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exactly like that. Skull's like, ah. <laughs> No. I don't think so. I was like, oh, I didn't tell you. The winner gets to go to Hawaii. And uh, so they're like, all right, we're going to sell them. This seems like the uh, cost... The cost to benefit... Effect ratio ratio, is, like, way off. Yeah, also, like... 
You can't buy a trip to Hawaii on raffle tickets. Not unless you sell And, like, never mind have any left over because that's what a raffle is for. Right. Unless the raffle is for the trip? That doesn't make any sense, though. No, the raffle... Lieutenant says... Lieutenant says... That's Stone and says... I figured it out. uh, That the raffle is for, like, a unique turquoise and stone arrowhead or something. But, like, if the raffle Because that's, like, all they know about Native American culture is is arrowheads. arrowheads. (laughs) Look... At least they didn't get offensive with anything. That's they didn't. Like, they have actual Native Americans on set. Yeah. Just, that, like, ask them, be like, hey, what would be a neat item to raffle? Right. I mean, I guess, like, the, I, to be fair, I think, like, by saying, like, arrowheads, you're kind of, like, bridging the gap. I will I will say this. As a kid, arrowheads were the coolest Oh, they were thing. baller, for sure. So uh, maybe they're just skewing to the audience. Yeah, I, and I think a lot of it is, like, you know, if you don't know a lot about Native American culture or, like, their artifacts or anything, like... Arrowhead is a pretty good place to start. Right now, I kind of want to just go find some arrowheads. We probably could. <laughs> we live in Texas. There's got to be some yeah. place around here that's got some arrowheads. Just like chilling. I'll Google it. Just Google it. Let's go on an expedition. Let's go take <laughs> up some arrowheads. Yeah. Bulk and Skull are like, all right, we're going to sell them. We're going to win this trip to Hawaii. Guys, it, I don't think it's for both of you. I think only one person gets to get it. Lieutenant Stone says an all expenses paid trip to Hawaii, but does not say for how many people. Yeah. I imagine it's you and a friend. But, like, they're 17. I don't know. They might be 18 by now. I don't know if they can take a trip like that on their own. I think they could. I think they're both 18 because they seem like they're a little bit older. Yeah, and they're cops. They're, like, basically full-on cops now. I think what it is is, like, a work-study program kind of thing. Right. It's not just, like— They want to be a cop, but they haven't swum a lake yet. They haven't swum a lake yet. (laughs) Just, guys, stop putting it off. Just swim that lake. Swum? Swam. They haven't swam a lake. Swum. They haven't swum a lake sounds right, but I don't think swum is a word. <laughs> I don't know. I'm terrible with that. <laughs> anyway, Kaplan comes in. In his only appearance this episode, he's got this awful, awful toupee on. It's like blue. It's the weirdest <laughs> yeah. toupee. It doesn't match his hair at all. Like, before they kind of matched a little. Yeah. Uh, this one does not, and it's just so far forward on his head. It's not like blended and, in. Like, it wasn't... Put on with any kind of finesse or anything. Yeah, it was just like slapped on, plopped on his head, and shoved on the stage. Like they're like, "Oh, uh, Principal Kaplan would just buy a raffle ticket." He's like, "Oh, I bought one from Delmar." And they're like, "Okay." So they go up to the Rangers and they're like, "Hey, you guys want to buy some tickets?" He's like, "Oh, we got ours from Delmar already." So already we're establishing that Delmar is going to be some competition. Yeah, they're going to have some troubles with Delmar. And there's a power surge. I think Delmar is Spanish for like of the sea. I think Mars Sea or Ocean or something. Maybe? I don't know. Ask at work tomorrow. <laughs> someone there will <laughs> Just know. anybody. Just ask it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Someone will answer. Yeah, there's a power surge. Uh, what's his name? Ernie comes out and he's like, hey, nobody panic. It's been happening all day. Everybody be cool. I'm going to check the breakers. He has like a flashlight. Everyone's like, all right. Then we cut outside to Tommy coming in, but he bumps into this guy who's true of heart, but like not. Right. And he's like, oh. You look familiar. Do, you, do I know you? He's like, no, I have to go. Well, no, he's, I have to get he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Sam, Sam Trueheart. Right. But he says it so quick, and they don't call any attention to it. Right. That it's a real nice touch. Yeah, it's, it's power. Because usually they just beat you over the head yeah. with stuff I'm until Sam. you're crying on the floor. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm Sam. Sam True of Heart? True Heart? True True, true of Heart. Look at the camera. You know, like True of Heart from before. <laughs> How's that but even Tommy is yet? just kind of like, okay. Like, like, he doesn't yeah. get it. And then he's like, I got to find a cab. I forgot a very important thing that I got to go get. And Tommy's like, hey, well, I can just give you a ride. My car's right over here. And he's like, oh, that would be wonderful. So they get into his RAV4. 
or whatever it is. It's like a metro. It's like a yeah, <laughs> like a convertible it's like Geo a, Metro. It's like a but Geo it's a tracker. little bigger. Yeah, I think it might not be a, a metro. Metro is a car. I meant tracker. Yeah, like a Geo Tracker from. It's a little back bigger in the than day. a tracker. I used to want a tracker so bad, a lot of and people. they they flip so easy. They, they <laughs> and he's like, "Are you sure that I don't know you?" While they're driving there, he's like, "No, I got one of those faces. Don't worry about it." And so then they talk about his arrowhead, his half of an arrowhead. I don't remember what happens here. Uh, Sam is like, I like arrowheads, boy. <laughs> boy, howdy, I like them. I collect them all the time. Yep, they're great. And then they just stop. He's like, okay, this is where I get out. He's in like, the middle yeah, this is my of stop. the desert here. And he's like, are you sure? This is like the foot of a mountain. <laughs> There's nothing here. He's like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's not about... This is where I left that thing, remember? Yeah. And, That's and, why he had to go. And he says something to the effect of like, some journeys start where others end, but like that doesn't mean anything right now. He gives yeah. And before he leaves, or before Tommy pulls away, he's like, "Yeah, this is a good place to find arrowheads." <laughs> and then he starts to walk away. And Tommy drives away, and then this dude raidens away. Like, he, he just, he just like disappears in a sandstorm. Turns into like yeah, dust in the wind. It's crazy. <laughs> and then we cut to Machina and Mondo, and they're talking about Main Drain. They're Monster that they sent down who's taking all the power. Insane in the main drain. Ha cha cha. I had a mustache hair in my mouth, but also boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, main drain looks cool. Am I? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? Okay, good. No, he does I, look very cool. Like, and uh, he has a very cool power. Yeah. He's like, he's like chestnut, but like if he was white and. He turns it. He, he evolves into Chestnut, but he doesn't have to go through that weird Quilladin stage. Yeah, like he's got like some spikes on him, and but like not like a ton yet. Like he'll get some later. Yeah, it was pretty cool. His face is real awesome. Like I don't know how to. It's like a uh, like a helmet, but not like I don't know. It's not like a regular. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe. It's hard him, to describe, but he looks neat. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty neat looking dude. So he's been stealing all the energy all night, apparently. And uh, so then we cut back to Bulk and Skull, and they're at, like, a playground because they're going to try to trick kids into buying some raffle tickets. And they're like, just imagine us on the beach in Hawaii, flanked by babes, <laughs> drinking out of coconuts that are carved to look like monkey heads. <laughs> That's weird. That's a little weird. Uh, Skull's is But Skull immediately is attached to the monkey head yeah. coconut cup. And, uh, and they're like, all right, let's go. So they, they go up. They're like, hey, kid, you want to buy some tickets? And she before she can do it, she's like, Delmar stole me one. <laughs> and they're like, oh crap, the Delmar. Delmar hit up the playground already. Uh, Where do these kids got this raffle money? I don't know. It's like a dollar. When right? I but when I had a dollar as a kid, you that was for I, candy. That was for candy. Yeah, that was not <laughs> raffle money. No, we're gonna buy a ticket for a chance to win something. No, I want guaranteed Snickers now. <laughs> That's what I want. This dollar. I well, if I'm being real, it's like Kit Kats. Those are my jam. I got a lot of Three Musketeers. I still get Three Musketeers a lot. I used to like Three Musketeers. I think I ate too many, and now I just like, can't deal I'm with like it. like that with Sprite. I can't drink Sprite anymore because it's all I drank when I was a kid. Ah. I'm just over it. Yeah. We cut to... Oh, no, we don't cut to... They get another fantasy of Delmar taking their drinks out of their hands and like taking the babes away and walking away. Also, can we point out, this is the first time we've seen Delmar on screen, and it's in a, it's fantasy, in a fantasy that they have. And it's correct. Like They know what Delmar looks like. Yeah. But they don't, as we'll see later. Right. Yeah, they have no yeah. idea who he is. They're, he's like he's like blue. He's a step ahead of them. Yeah. So then uh, they see two other kids. Like, hey, kids, you ever heard of Delmar? And they're like, no. They're like, good. You want to buy some raffle tickets? And before they can sell them, main drain attacks. 
and uh, they start running away in slow motion. Yeah, the kids just run off screaming, and then because they're like underneath the jungle gym like or a whatever bridge. Yeah, whatever this like playground bridge thing, weird playground contraption is. So they come out and they see why the kids ran away. It's main drain. Yeah, and then they run away, and Bulk is just like trailing tickets yeah. behind him. It's pretty funny. Then we cut to the juice bar where Tommy's like telling them uh, everybody about Sam and like what happened. How it was weird that he just disappeared and everything. What was Cat wearing? What do you think Cat was wearing? Oh, I bet. I mean, I saw it, but I'm gonna just throw out there that she's wearing a pink sweater and a black skirt with black not leggings tights. Tights. And probably the like black Mary Jane shoes. Yep, uh, you'd be correct with a couple of notes. Uh, it's a t-shirt sweater with ruffles in the front. Okay, that's it. That's that's it. That's, that's one different. note. It would have been two, but I decided I could put them together. <laughs> okay, t-shirt and ruffles could have been two notes, but uh, also like I don't have a a picture perfect image of it in my brain, but her hair was real cute. It was. It, it's uh, it's it's what it was a couple episodes ago. Like it's down. Like the front is. Like clipped up and okay. the back is just down. I'm sure that has a proper name, but you're not gonna get it from me. Pulled back, but not put up. But not put up. <laughs> Welcome to Jake and Josh's hair corner, where we try to figure out what the heck is going on there. This is a fashion-heavy episode. Uh, it is. <laughs> Bulk and Skull run in, and they're like panicked, and they're like, "There's a monster in the park." And Skull's like, "And he ain't buying any tickets." <laughs> Which was wonderful. The lights, the lights go out, and then they just call Zordon right there. They're like, "Oh, no one can see us." No, they walk. Zordon, they walk in. behind like a, a partition, <laughs> like a like a cubicle wall. Okay, at least they uh, try to hide it. It's dark, so they like are able to sneak away. But they just yell, "It's morphin' time!" And by they, I mean just Tommy. Right, like, and you know what Tommy sounds like? And Tommy, you're in a room full of people, people who know you. <laughs> Guys, a little like just if they would have whispered it, that would have been awesome. If they would have been like, "It's Barbara time," like because you have to say right, it. or just like run outside first, right, and or also, just have cat like peek around. Uh, no, it's clear. And also, like they do their like little macarena dance, <laughs> and their and their hands light up, and it illuminates their faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a dumb little macarena dance, isn't it? It is. So they. Yeah, the kind of sort of they morph and they immediately teleport there. Where Clank is like, "All right, you got enough power, time to grow you," and throws Orbis at him. Yep. And he grows right away. And they call Zeozords, and it they come right away because they are not messing around. Also, the morph sequence is the like Zero Ranger five red, and then the others get a square. And then the other four. Yeah. So like they got stuff to take care of, and this monster is not part of it. I guess. Um, yeah, they grew the monster right away. I was like, wait a minute, isn't it like? There's no way it's been 15 minutes already, and it hasn't. No. This episode feels long, but not in not in an Island of Illusion way. No, it, it felt full. It didn't feel yeah. like, oh, God, are we dead? Do we die in hell? It's just <laughs> Island of Illusion forever? It always seems like it's over, but it's never <laughs> over. Uh, yeah, so uh, I like the idea that like he stole enough power that they can grow him. Like He doesn't need to be hurt or whatever. It's a little counterintuitive to how they set up every other monster growth. But it kind of works right. for, for this specific one. Um, so he grows, which I guess gives him more power. <laughs> because before he starts attacking the Megazord, he gets a couple spike upgrades. He yeah. gets like one on his foot and I think maybe his shoulders or his forearms. He gets I can't both. Remember. He gets a gauntlet 
with like two Batman spikes, like big Batman spikes, and then shoulder pads okay. with, uh, with spikes on it. And later he'll get a bra with spikes on it. It's like a chest plate. It is, but it's only over his, what, like, what was It's like a strapless neck. chest yeah. plate. <laughs> it's a bra. He's wearing a bra, which is fine. Because uh, it, like, supercharges him somehow. He he drains the Megazord. That's when he gets his he, bra. Okay, and yeah. he gets his, his final armor piece. Okay. Yeah, because he has, like, this weird plug that he could just like whip at him yeah the fight's pretty good it up is. until then um uh, the rangers like lose the fight yeah and mondo is on earth yeah he's just chilling on yeah. like a rooftop for one second and then just kind of on a cliff later yeah so he um he, unless he's on the unless it's all the rooftop i don't really i think remember. it's all rooftop i don't remember if the cliff if there was a cliff that was first but i don't remember there being a cliff i remember okay. him being on the roof but so um aisha not aisha god dang it tanya switches in and she puts her helmet on. And right, because like, he just put, like, some accoutrements on. Yeah. She's like, we got that. And she blasts him, and that, like, powers him up a little bit, I guess. Like, I guess he absorbs that attack. Yeah, he absorbs energy. It's, like, his power. Yeah. So they should overload him, like, to deal with Nasty Knight. I think the Machine Empire has, uh, has dummy-proofed him to overloading. He's got, like, a kill switch. Right. He's got, a, he's got some sort of overload release. Uh, but they do fight him analog style with a sword. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and it is a good fight. And then the Power Rangers, they're not losing, but they're not winning. And then Mondo's like, oh, we give up. Don't hurt me. And right. the there's this weird footage of him like with a white flag dangling off the top yeah, of his staff. Because like the, the monster, like Mandarin's like downed, but he's not like, he's like taking a knee for a second. He's like, oh, please don't kill my monster. And the cat's like, this is a trap. And then immediately his plug launches up and yeah. attaches to the, the Megazord's stomach and like starts draining its energy. And everything blows up. And this is where one weird thing happens. They teleport back, sort of. Okay, this is the weird. This yeah. does not ruin the episode, but it is a very weird thing. Because on screen, the Megazord gets hit and like steps back off screen. Yeah. And them stepping off screen is they're like, okay, we're coming back to the command center well, yeah. now. And then the we get the reverse chair shot of yeah, them going it, back. Because when they, when they step back, it cuts in. And they're like, Alpha, get us out of here. And then Alpha's like, done. Because we cut to Alpha. And he's like, done. And then... Right. And then it cuts to them going up the chairs yeah. into the power chamber. And it's like, he teleported them. Which he's been shown to do before, just not with the Zeozords. It's so just like, a, it's a real weird way that they did it. Yeah. It's also weird that like, we see the... And the whole, like... Surrender thing. I know they had the footage, and it's a real good goof. Yeah. But it was also kind of weird. Yeah. It was uh, weirdly just, like, put in. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Mondo on Earth unless it, it should be important. Right? Yeah, he just showed up to yeah. be like, get him. You're going to get him. Yeah, I don't like that a lot. He comes back to Earth, though, and it's very important. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Uh, so the power is out at the at the command center. The, it's dark in there, and I really like this. Like, Billy is, like, in there. The only thing that's lighting anything is Alpha's chest is <laughs> light up. Yeah. And, uh, they're, like, there's some, like, constant, like, And, buttons. like, I think Zordon's tube might be casting a glow. Yeah, and there's, like, like very limited power, because they're, like, we're trying, uh, to, but that sword is messed up, you guys. Like, it, it got destroyed. Uh, but don't worry, Zordon says. Uh, Billy and I made you a Zord, Tommy. We knew this day <laughs> would come. So we made a Zord... One little hick, uh, a hiccup, you have to be, like, super centered of right. like, mind and body. And, Billy's like, like, yeah, when I was on Aquatar, I, like, studied how their Zords work, so I tried to make my own back here with what I learned. Um, so you have to be just, like, super calm and Super chill calm and in tune with and it. focused. Because, uh, you know, you're fighting a giant robot. You're also a teenager, so you'll just be so level-headed. Also, of all the Power Rangers, Tommy is the least 
Oh yeah, like, capable of this. Like, like yeah, Adam, give, give that to Cat or Adam. Adam will be perfect. I've never has Adam ever lost his cool. I don't. I think one time, but it was a very controlled like, <laughs> like sniper fight. Right. <laughs> when he's like, "Oh right, I'm Adam Dang Park," and then killed like a thousand putties in one second. <laughs> right. That was him mad. Is he just gets yeah. very effective? Like like how when Daniel Bryan gets a concussion, he defaults into the best wrestler of all time. Right. Um, Adam Park when he gets mad, he's just like, oh, I'll just murder everyone here real quick, and then I won't be mad anymore. <laughs> Tommy hops in the Zord and starts ripping through everything because he already has no control over it. So like it's in the scaffolding. Yeah. Is it in the scaffolding? It yeah. seems like they stored it in a, like an oil rig. It kind of, I think. That's and he's just like messing place. up everything. And I was like, that is a terrible place to yeah, store like, the Zord. But it, if it's the scaffolding from building it, I understand that. Y- yes, I do, and I don't because they're giving it to Tommy. They yeah. should have removed well, Billy the scaffolding, does give right? it to him by saying, "Hey, this is super experimental. Yeah, it hasn't been tested. It hasn't yet. been tested yet." <laughs> so Tommy jumps in it, and they should have been like, "Oh, hold on, wait, wait a minute. Let, let us hit the button to move the cranes first, so you don't destroy them all." But instead, he just rips through everything. It's not even detached. It's like he stole it. Almost, I, yeah. I want to know what's going on in this. We got to get Kaku Ranger out so that yeah. O Ranger can come out in time for like Christmas. Well, it comes out in. May. So we should be getting O Ranger if, if the trend continues. November. November. I think those are the two. Um, but Raymond said a little while back, and I, I, I don't think I said this on the podcast, but if you do pre-order it, you get it two weeks early. Ooh, so I did not pre-order. I did not either. I think there's still time. It's only February. I probably so. won't. I, 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 because like I haven't watched the two that I have. So why do I, I need might, it two weeks early? Right. I usually wait until it's on Amazon for because it's a little cheaper on Amazon. So yeah. I usually wait. Pre-orders that. are just I don't know. I don't really buy them anymore. Um I I've only pre-ordered one thing in the last like They try GameStop years? is trying to do like digital pre-orders for the Pokemon re-release. No. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to prepay you for something there is infinite of. Yeah, eat me, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's not. not even a bonus. Like <laughs> I pre-ordered Twilight Princess because it came with a Wolf Link amiibo. Right. And I that's my favorite Zelda game and I want it and I know <laughs> that I would not get it if I didn't pre-order. So I pre-ordered it. That's the first thing in, I would say, 10 years that I pre-ordered. Well, maybe not 10. Certainly f- five. Like, I w- sometimes I'll pre-order a game. Like, if I'm at GameStop to pick something up and I have some money, I'll, pre- I'll pre-order. I'll put, like, $15 on. So when I go to buy it, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah. Anyway, he's tearing through things. Then he, he gets out of wherever it's being stored and is, like, in this, like, canyon sort of thing. Just punching rocks. He has no yeah. control over this Zeozord, which I don't even know what it's called. Do you know what it's called? It's the, like the Red Battle Zord or something. Red Five Zord. <laughs> it's the uh, Red Battler. It's the Zeo Battler Red Five. No, I don't like that. <laughs> it's something battle. Like battle is in the name. You're right. I, I don't know what it is, though. Um, Battleizer. No, that's that's the, the muscle butt suit. <laughs> that's not until it's oh, in space. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, oh. guys, I cannot wait for the muscle butt suit. Got a muscle butt rocket pack. That's so great. He he's punching rocks in his canyon. It causes like a cave in, and it just like it knocks him down. It's like a toy version is thrown onto the ground and covered with yeah, some rocks. It's silly. Then Main Drain is like, "Well, I'm gonna kill you while you're buried under some rocks." Goes to drain him, and the Rangers, regular sized Rangers, shoot him with their like with the weapons or with their guns. It's their guns their hip gun yeah but like with the baton in it so okay it's, uh or maybe it's a sword it looks like it's a baton so it's like the rifle version 
and there's just like regular sized people shooting at him. And he's like, oh, hey, stop it. And he picks them up and throws them. Mondo has to tell him to pick them up. That is true. <laughs> he's like, hey, dummy, grab them. <laughs> so he picks them up and they're like, no, put us down. So he's like, okay. He just chucks them. Yeah. Which I love. I kind of love that. Yeah. He's like, I'll put you down and whips them. I like this. I like when they interact with like huge monsters because like there's a lot of cool camera tricks that yeah. go on that I really enjoy. That gives Tommy enough time to like get it together. He sort of, sort of. He's so, like, I got it now, and then he stumbles onto the battlefield. Like he's able to make it move in the direction he wants, but not in the way that he wants. Yeah, he gets it out of the rubble and then is like trying to go there, and it's still like <laughs> it it's still like just all dancing. janky. I don't know. He's not doing great, but. Main Drain takes advantage of this, zaps him, like plugs him in with his little right. Plug he conveniently thing. has like a plug on his chest. I guess it's just like a standard thing that like Mono's taking advantage of. I don't know. So he starts draining him, and then Tommy gets this vision of Sam because he's blowing up. He's yeah. losing again, and Sam's like, "Just like chill out, man." <laughs> he's like, "Hey, it's the journey, not the destination." Remember? It's like, bro- brother, man, chill out. And he's a, like, just "Oh, be a dude." Be Take cool. a chill pill. Everyone be cool for two seconds. And then saying, I think he says, you know, it's about the journey and not the destination. Or focus on the journey and not your destination or whatever. He Some has, variation of that. And that is what makes it click with Tommy that, oh, I've been trying to control this sword. I need to be one with but it. But I need to be one with it. Yeah. So he gets it together. And then he just, like, tanks Main Drain. Like, he crushes him after this. He starts wailing on him. He's got machine gun hands as a finisher. Yeah. Like his hands like like, like junk, 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 double barrets. Just yeah. boom, 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 boom. For Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. I named him Max, so I have to really think about it whenever I call Why him Barret. Him it looked like Max. It looked like his name was Max. Max is like a little kid name to me. No, it's a big like, beefy dude Max. with a gun arm. No, that's a Barret. <laughs> his name is Max. I only played that game for like twenty five minutes. I have beaten that game. Oh, good for you. Cut up to the moon. Mondo's like, ah, stupid main drain. Why is he so dumb? Machine's like, hey, don't worry about it. We destroyed the Z Megazord. So, like, right, it's not a loss. It's not a loss. And he's like, ah, I guess you're right. Then we cut back to the power chamber and they're like, hey, good job, Tommy. You really beat him up with that one Zord. You took all the all the glory. Congratulations. <laughs> you're it now. And he's like, yeah, thanks. And Zordon's like, hey, Tommy, BT dubs. The world is in serious danger if you don't get your crap together. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, uh, I know you fought a lot of monsters, but that was as a team. And since the Zeo Megazord is broke, uh, it's just you. So if you don't so want everyone to die. Get it together, bro. And then he's like, all right, I know what I have to do. I know you just said the world is in peril and everything counts on me. I have to go get lost in the <sighs> desert. Phil, excuse me, I need to go on a vision quest. Then we cut to the juice bar where Delmar is surrounded by people who are all super into getting tickets. They're clamoring for raffle ticket. What is it about Steve Urkel <laughs> Delmar? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that makes everybody want to buy a ticket from him. Bulk and Skull come in, and they're like, hey, you Delmar, because you're taking all of our tickets, we're going to flip you upside down. Skull's like, give me back my monkey! A <laughs> <laughs> fictional monkey that he his, made up. In his fantasy, they took he took away his monkey coconut. And uh, so they, like, hoist him up, and then Lieutenant Stone comes in and is like, oh, I guess you're, you've met the police chief's son, Delmar. And they're like, yeah, we're just getting some sales tips. And then Delmar is like, so you wanted to buy 50 tickets each? Bulk should have punched him in the face. Should have knocked his 
down. <laughs> I hate Delmar. Just punch his teeth down his throat. So, but no, they buy the tickets, and this doofus just does this weird, like, prance run. Did you ever play Toe Jam and Earl? I did. Do you know how the dentist runs? No. Oh, well, he runs like Delmar. <laughs> it's like, um... He's got, like, the top of him is behind him, and he kicks his knees all the way up to his yeah, shoulders like, and just, like, <laughs> runs out the door. It's like if Artie, the world's strongest man from yeah. Pete and Pete, was walking like a more confident Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yes. That's exactly what this walk yeah. is, and it is the most annoying thing. I hate Delmar. He better get on that bus with Marge and never come back. He throws, like, a lay over his head, and he goes... Aloha, and then walks away, and I was like, "Oh, I just I don't want you to, to drown." He, he better either never come back or literally fall face down in dog crap. Right? Yeah, or come back. And, and I want pull- him to pull his face up out of it. And I want it in his mouth. I hate Delmar <laughs> so much. Well, we're getting a little gross with it now. <laughs> I was gonna hope the bulk is gonna like beat him up in an alley or something. No, I want him to have dog poop in his mouth. Okay, well that's disgusting. <laughs> I hate him. I guess. Um, so we cut to Tommy who's driving his geo tracker. Th- Back to where Sam was like, hey, let me out here. This is where the arrowheads are. This and, is the arrowhead vein in Angel and Grove. He, <laughs> and he parks his car and he gets out. And then this guy on a horse just raidens in in this dust cloud. Yep. And that's where the episode ends. Yep, it ends on Tommy being like, whoa. What? Because it cuts from this horseman to Tommy to the horseman. To Tommy. Like, they're looking at yeah. each other, and then it freezes on Tommy. And I assume we'll get more next episode. Yeah, it's real weird. I don't remember how they explain it, but... I don't know why he has Raiden powers. I don't want to spoil too much, but, yeah. like, this is just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I have an idea, and hopefully they'll explain it next time, so we're going to hold off on it. Yeah, all right. I started. I get to pick the best. So the best is Main Drain destroying the Zeozord. I like Main Drain. I like that he upgrades. I did like that. Uh, my best, though, I think is Tommy not being able to just pilot a new Zord right I do away. like that a lot, too. All right, so the worst, then, is... I don't know. I think Tommy getting a new... No, no I like the new Zord. Yeah. I think it's a cool look. I don't want to say the teleporting, because I don't think that was the worst. I think it was... Actually, you know what? That might have been the worst. That might have been the only... I think just the way that oh, they... Oh, you know what the worst is? Delmar. Delmar is yeah. the worst. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think the way they edited around the teleporting is what makes that bad. They could have done a better job putting that together. Yeah. Uh, but no, nothing tops Delmar. That dude is the worst. He is, he is awful. And the MVP, I'm going to say, is Sam Trueheart. Yeah. Because uh, not only was he like, hey, Tommy, get your, get your head out of your butt. Like, right, but yeah. he also, yeah, he gets Tommy to control the Zord. And he also sets him, like, he on sets his, the plot in motion path. for a future episode. And also, he's a real good actor. Like, he's like, he, he does real well. Like, his line, like, oh, I have one of those faces, like, is perfectly delivered. Like, yeah. It was real funny. So I'm going to give the MVP to him. Yep. I can't see anyone else to give it to, except for maybe Alpha's nightcap. <laughs> Close. I love her. Honorable mention. Uh, so that's going to do it for us for today. MorphinGrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you only was writing a review, that'd be great. Also, we're on Patreon. So if you like what we do here, think about going to patreon.com slash Josh. I don't know, my voice keeps getting higher when I'm trying to... I'm like, hey, give me money, but I don't want to be, like, super forceful about it. Right, you don't want to sound like you're a jerk about <laughs> yeah, it. Just, um, like, if you like what we do... Send us some money. 
Yeah, or kick, kick us know. a couple bucks. Uh, Five dollars or more gets you access to a whole bunch of cool stuff, uh, bonus audio and other stuff. You can go look for yourself. I have faith in you. We're gonna be putting up some new stretch goals pretty soon. Um, hopefully before next Wednesday. So we'll see. We should maybe focus on hitting the ones that we have done already. That <laughs> before we put some new ones up. Right. Well, that'll be a thing. Don't worry about it. And Zena's. I, I don't mean like hitting the one that we're waiting I say, for. That's, I mean, yeah, I no, mean I producing the items that we've already yeah, yeah. promised to people. Yeah. So that's that is forthcoming. Uh, and the zine's coming out this week. So well, no, it should have come out yesterday. Might be a couple days late. Yeah, I'll um, let you know. I've I've started laying it out. I haven't gotten super in depth into it at the time of this recording. Right. Um, also, I forgot there's an extra day in February. So like maybe it came out today. Instead of yesterday, right. I thought there was only 28 days, it was 29. <laughs> it's a whole, it's messing us all up. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on Friday for, did you see what it was called? Challenges. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. All right, but until then, may the power protect you. one's called challenges Ch -ch -ch challenges i just made that same joke inside my <laughs> brain